Hey everybody, it's Eduardo Jackson, creator, founder, and CEO of Cinema Draft. Yes, I am still sick. Well, actually, I think I am hopefully on my last day of being sick. Uh, so if you hear my voice crack like a prepubescent boy a few times, it's gonna be part of the course. There will be some coughing. Well, hopefully no coughing, probably some sneezing. A little bit of throat clearing, a lot of water. Definitely getting my berry white on today. <clears throat> Anyways, um, the people have demanded a podcast. And as in the people, I mean one person. Thank you, Henry G. So we are here to do just the shot list. Because even if I had the strength to do a full-length podcast with a guest, my guest is probably sick as well. So here we are, you and I. No rundown, no no real plan. We're just going to kind of stumble our way through this. We're going to review some of the the call sheets from last week, as well as preview the talent pool for this week, get our best estimates and guesstimations, maybe even fill out a call sheet, damn it. And uh, one of the first things I'd like to do is we have an announcement to make. <clears throat> yes, we are mobile-ish. So we have... Uh, we, we've been, uh, finally gotten to a point where we have a bit of a mobile product. <coughs> there we go. Yes. And basically, um, you're able now to create and adjust your call sheets via your mobile device. Um, you can do some changes. Uh, you will see us tweaking it as we go along just because, um, you know, this still is a beta. But now for all you who who were scared off by, by playing the game because you couldn't adjust your call sheets late uh, after uh, theater lock. For all you who live, breathe, sleep with your mobile device and didn't want to play the game until it was on your mobile device, there now are no more excuses. We are now on your web mobile app. And the way you'd reach it is simple. Go to cinemadraft.co, click sign in, and log in and go access your stuff in, in your web browser. Is It is a web responsive application, which means if you just go to whatever browser you use, you know, on your mobile device to reach cinemadraft.co, it's responsive within your browser. So yay, we are legit-ish now. So let's take a look <clears throat> at some of the action from last week. The big winner from last week was, of course, BTTF. He also gets our call sheet of the week. Uh, let's take a look at his call sheet of the week, really, actually. <coughs> oh, goodness. We are coughing. Awesome. Hadn't coughed in like 12 hours. Save it for the podcast. Just for you. Podcast special. Anyways, so yeah, so he focused uh, largely on he did a, a bit of a stars and scrub strategy and his stars basically were the headliner stack from the Batman movie 50 shades darker, which was a really, really, you know, uh, deft addition because we, the, the reports for 50 shades darker were really kind of low. They, they were pitching it at like about 40, uh, uh, about, about 40 million ish or so 35, million or whatever, and they thought the Lego Batman movie could do as high as 80. So just even get some exposure to Fifty Shades Darker was really smart by BTTF. And then also he stacked at a five-pack of I Am Not Your Negro, including the headliner stack of James Baldwin, Samuel L. Jackson, 
Very smart, nice, cheap pickup, and that movie continues to perform. <clears throat> I Am Not Your Negro, for only on 115 screens last weekend. My goodness, it did some brisk business. On a per screen average, I believe it was second. No, I'm sorry, it was uh, seventh on per screen average, 7,000 per screen on 100, in 115 screens in the country. Of course, not in Las Vegas. A little pissed about that. What, I'm gonna have to drive all the way to freaking LA to go see this movie? Anyways, so uh, hopefully it was in a town, in a multiplex near you, and you got a chance to see it. But I did not because it is not here in Vegas. Anyways, uh, hopefully it will expand some more. Seems like it added 72 screens last week. <coughs> My guesstimate is it might go up to about 200 screens this weekend. So that one pulled in 820,000, which was good for 8.2 fantasy points. Or if you had the headliner stack of, <clears throat> of Samuel L. Jackson, James Baldwin, 11.48 apiece. And then he gets his obligatory limited release uh, actor, Rooney Mara from Lion, for 7,300. And also squeeze in a headliner from Jolly LLB, which as we somewhat predicted, although it came in below I Am Not Your Negro in the platform release, uh, Jolly LLB uh, performed pretty well. Gave you about uh, 10.78 points for a headliner. So that was our call sheet of the week, BTTF. That was good enough to take down the feature presentation. Uh, he wins him $46. And actually, he took first in the four contests he entered. He left the small change, small potatoes, background ten dollar background talent contest to oh me hey i won that one we may take a look at that one because that one had 272 points uh running in runner-up was gamble 24 7 uh oh and also i thought i think i need to mention uh we had to we had to do some some significant adjustments uh it turns out the release of of the scoring was probably the latest I've ever seen it for Box Office Mojo. They did not release weekend actuals until 4.09 p.m. Pacific time on Monday. So when uh, when we fired off our habitual uh, 3.30 or 4 o'clock emails and social media announcing that the final scores were in, they were based off of the weekend estimates, so they weren't quite final. I had to go in and manually rescore all 65 call sheets. That was fun, especially when I was sick. So, yeah, that was great. Uh, so sometimes it – so we're trying to figure out what the optimal way is, what the optimal time is to end this game. We don't anticipate that these will end, you know, much later than – that we can actuals will be much later than 2 or 3 p.m. Pacific in the afternoon. But in cases like that where it's obvious that some movies have been skipped, that there might be some zeros on your score, that the final scoring isn't finalized, wait to receive, wait to see on social media our payout email. That's when all the scores are finalized. That's when all the money has been appropriated to your accounts. So just keep an eye out for that. <clears throat> so sorry about that. For those of you who thought you were higher than what you were, I was personally excited because I thought I had tied for first with Kelly. Sadly, I think I ended up back in the pack somewhere sixth or seventh. Anyways, uh, onto Gamble 24/7's call sheet. Pretty strong call sheet. He had he he did 
uh, a similar Stars and Scrub strategy. He went all in on the Lego Batman movie. Where uh, and that actually and that was was interesting. That was the difference by not getting by having a third Lego Batman actor, Billy D. Williams, and not having exposure to a Fifty Shades of Grey headliner. That was what that was the difference between his call sheet, essentially, and and uh, our friend. Oh boy, Lizzie and our friend. Oh, I am tired too. <clears throat> and our friend BTTF. Actually, this is interesting. If he had. Well, it doesn't look like he could have afforded to do that with his call sheet. Basically, what he did, he had three Lego Batman actors. He had the headliner stack from Lion, headliner stack from Jolly LLB, and then the headliner stack plus one of I Am Not Your Negro. Uh, I guess the only difference he probably could have made, yeah, using this construction, this is actually the best he could have done with this construction. He might have gotten, might have been able to squeeze out some more points. You know, I don't know. I, I'm actually, this is actually a pretty good call sheet. I mean, it, there's not, nothing wrong with it. I mean, you know, it, it did fine. It's just that it seemed like the the one that scored higher was the one that incorporated somehow exposure to Fifty Shades Darker. And let me let me just speak on Fifty Shades Darker. Let me give a quick uh, Edward, uh, the real deal, uh, real reviews review on it. You know, I would give it a solid three reels. I enjoyed Fifty Shades Darker. It's a pretty solid date movie, although this thing went straight up rom-com. It was hilarious. Dakota Johnson, it, I mean, at first I thought at the times when she was kind of awkward, funny in the first movie, she's like intentionally funny. And James Foley, uh, the director, who I believe has done like a bunch of sm good but small films. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. I mean, you know, dude's been around for a while. You know, I, uh, he's directed some episodes of Billions. That's my show. House of Cards. He, you know, the stalwart on that. I mean, you know, so a fairly competent like TV director as well as occasional uh, movie director at Close Range. Uh, Twin Peaks did an episode of Twin Peaks. Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. I mean, he's kind of he's kind of eclectic. Like he kind of bounces around. You can't just kind of pigeonhole him as either a TV or a movie director. But I mean, dude, you know, has credits and he directed Fifty Shades Darker. Which was like I believe the biggest opening of his career, and he uh, and it was funny. It was a straight up rom com. I really enjoyed it. So, uh, Fifty Shades Darker, uh, and like I said, it's a, it's a fairly decent date movie. Um, you know, take your girl to see it. You guys will laugh at between the images of bondage. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, Fifty Shades Darker. Some exposure to that seemed like the move this weekend because that did overperform. I believe it came in at. Uh, it came in second with 46.6 million, which you know, overperformed its, I believe, 35 to 40 million projections. Lego Batman movie actually was the big shocker, though. It definitely underperformed. I mean, it, I mean, it made money. Let's make no mistake about this. It's, it's, it's still a four quadrant film. It's going to perform around the world internationally and everything. And also, uh, and of the 53 million, you know, this weekend. You know, even 55% of that, which, as we know, is the studio's take. That's still 30 million. They're still, you know, you know, you know, almost halfway to their budget of 80 million. So they're they're fine. No one's crying for them. But it, but you know, the the expectations were for it to to hit 60, 70, 80 million. So a little bit of surprise. It kind of performed a little softer than expected. All right, uh, let's see. James Lear, our champion from last week, came in third. Jaybird, 
just edged me out by point, point zero nine points. Take a look at Jaybird's call sheet. Glad to see you back regularly. And I think now that we're mobile, you know, uh, Jaybird will be able to participate even more often because we, he had, I believe he has a Thursday night conflict that he now will be able to solve via his mobile device out there in Canada. Oh, and by the way, hope you're enjoying my belt. He was the winner of our season belt when we were doing this on the spreadsheet version in the test. So hope you're keeping my belt nice and warm. We may have to create some challenges for that in the future when we have more development resources on Draft. Anyways. <clears throat> okay. So uh, his, so Jaybird's call sheet, he went Lego Batman three times. And interesting enough, he had exposure to John Wick. Very smart. His only missteps were, uh, were the salesman, the comedian, and the space between us. It looks like he was just re, he really he did an, ex, an extreme stars and scrub strategy. He got in four, he got in three actors from the Lego Batman movie, and then a headliner from from John Wick. So he went you know super high end, and he really could only afford to fill in the blanks with you know the cheapest available, which is space between us, which did nothing, and then the salesman, which did you know damn near double nothing. So. Yeah, and actually, it looks like oh, okay, I see. And and so because this the comedian actually was limited at the time it was released because of the updates to the system is now showing his platform is actually limited. So his limited release was the comedian, and yeah, that drew flies. So sorry about that, Jaybird, but yeah, that's um, I could have told you the, the comedian wasn't going to do much, but I see what you did there, Jaybird. You really were trying to maximize. Oh, and also you had Samuel L. Jackson. I'm not your Negro, which was sharp, but. But but he's had no money left over to really make any good moves. If by leveraging four, you know, really high end actors on a stars and scrubs type slate, but he got close. And still, I mean, once you take me out of the equation, well, he still got fourth place money. So congratulations, Jaybird. Enjoy that money. Kelly and I had identical call sheets, pretty much. Um, let's take a look at Kelly's call sheet because her call sheet was my call sheet, and our strategy was. Three Lego Batman stars, Lion for our limited release, and then just stocking up on Jolly LLB 2. We were really all on Jolly LLB 2. We had, I believe, yeah, we had a six-pack of Jolly LLB 2, including the headliners. And it just, you know, I mean, we, I, I thought it was a really sound strategy. It was kind of the one I was advocating. It's the one I kind of worked up to. I'm still using that strategy of starting with call sheets in background talent and working my way up, you know, uh, up to the feature presentation, figuring out that I've got like hammer, I've hammered out my style by then. And, you know, we just came up a little bit short. We were about, you know, 19 points too short, but pretty solid strategy. I would say, although I am biased, of course, um, we thought Lego Batman, if, if Lego Batman actually had done like the 70 or 80 million, we thought it would, then yeah, we, we would have been made in the shade. But what can you do? Maybe it was like a snowstorm. Was there like a snowstorm last weekend in the Northeast? Maybe that kind of kept grosses down a little bit. I don't know. It was 70 and sunny here in Vegas. So I don't, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. All right. Um, and just take a look at some of, uh, of our other finishers this week. Uh, so, so Kelly and I tied for fifth. Seventh, Cornell Westside. And the Roan sneaking in for the last payout slot. Uh, Jay Devlin just outside the money, but 
uh, Jay, even Jay, let's take a look at Jay Devon's call sheet real quick, only because he he freely admitted to me via text that where he went wrong was was a United Kingdom, and the only issue with that was that he didn't realize it's only on four screens. So you know that's fair, or actually maybe no, I think it went up to twenty five. No, it's only on four screens, right? So it didn't expand or anything. Uh, it was a new release this weekend uh, or last weekend. Next weekend, I I'm thinking it might expand to twenty five screens. So we'll see how it all shakes out. But no one can blame him for that. And then, of course, the comedian, you know, which actually was on 612 screens at the time, um, is now on uh, 600. We are predicting will be on 250 screens next weekend. But uh, at the time of lock, it was actually at limited. uh, But this week, we think it will probably be a platform release. Okay. Okay. And then, and then, of course, the Cleveland ladies bring up the rear. Uh, I think they just needed more headliners in theirs. And G Nice from the Tripod. Uh, I think we got them scheduled for next week on the Tripod. So hopefully, we can hear back from G Nice and Cornell Westside, aka the WBW, in the house. All right. So that's. Uh, oh, and and uh, as as I mentioned, uh, uh, BTTF swept you know, the, the top four contests, but let's take a look at the last contest, the one that I won. Because I did, I did try a little bit of a different call sheet there. I thought was kind of interesting. Dead air, always great for a podcast. Oh, now I'll go back to the ranking, show ranking. There we go. There we go. And, and this one, I edged out James Lear by 0. 0.50 points, by half a point. Very, very proud of that. And basically, what I did was I had three Lego Batmans. I had three I Am Not Your Negroes, which definitely was the way to go. I had Lion for the obligatory limited release pick. And then I had a three-pack of Jolly LLB2. And that actually, and that ended up giving me 272.88 points for the win. So not good enough to earn call sheet of the week, but still, you know, a solid performance. I'm quite proud of uh, James and James Lear, who I believe played the same call sheet on all five contests. He his strategy actually was fairly similar. He oh okay, this is very interesting. So he had a three pack of of Lego Batman movie. He had a four pack of Jolly LLB, Lion, Rooney Mara from Lion for his uh, limited release, and then the headliner stack from I Am Not Your Negro. So basically, if he had swapped one Jolly LLB for one I Am Not Your Negro, we, we would have tied. So good effort, James Lear. He still gets first place money, since I can't win money anyways, as the creator, founder, and CEO of this game. Great job, James Lear, friend of the pod. Well, if not, well, if, I mean, feel free to come on the pod anytime, James Lee, a friend of the of the game. Ooh, I'm losing my mind. I'm starting to wear out. So let's just get to <laughs> let's get to what's going on for this week. So this this is the the grid for this week. Those of you watching at home, uh, we have one, two, three, four new entries this week. A cure for wellness, wide release, 2,700 screens. Fist fight, wide release, three three thousand screens. The Great Wall, starring Matt Damon, wide release, 3,200 screens, and Everybody Loves Somebody, which I believe 
it stars a Latino cast, Mexican cast, I believe, uh, 30, 325 screens, platform release. So let's take a look at these films and maybe even figure out a cost you over at it. Actually, that's here. Let me let's do this the old school way. Uh, call sheets. What was it? The key grip that I was looking at background. What was it the gaffer? There we go. Delete that. There we go. Okay, and start fresh. Yeah. Oh, wrong one. Well, it was the best. But anyways, so I got some work to do. Okay, cool. So let's draft a call sheet, shall we? Oh yeah, so I did have this. Yeah, it's okay. Anyways, we're we're gonna do one from scratch. But uh, let's take a look at some of these prices and everything. And actually, I just want to look up something real quick. Uh, that everybody loves somebody. That actually stars um, one of the one of the actors from my favorite TV shows, How to Get Away with Murder. Carla Souza. She plays Laurel. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so it is largely Mexican-themed, starring, uh, Carla Souza and, I guess, the male lead, Jose Maria Yazpik, and then a largely, uh, unknown to American audiences cast of, I'm sure, talented Mexican actors. Okay, there we go. So, it looks like a romantic comedy on 325 screens, and actually... I'm thinking that might be the platform pick of the week. And let me tell you why. So, so basically, I think this is this has uh, A-list potential only because, I mean, so what is the lesson we've learned over the last uh, few weeks for a platform release? You want a platform release that's on the higher end, you know, like 200, you know, 300 screens or more. You uh, when, it's, when it's a foreign-themed film, you, you definitely want to get those in the first two weeks of its opening because those are always front-loaded. The, the communities that the, that it's aimed at tend to turn out for these films. So I actually am I'm actually loving Everybody Loves Somebody. Um, I think for as an as an A list pick, uh, fairly affordable. Sixty five hundred for Carla Souza, sixty three hundred for Jose Maria Yaz pick as your headliners goes down to six thousand. This type of weekend, uh, fist fight I. I kind of can't call it. It seems like the the PNA has been everywhere. The prints and advertising has been everywhere. I mean, the word is out. They've got integrations with Sports Center and ESPN. I mean, it's coming out your toaster oven. I just don't think it's going to be that good of a film. I don't think the interest really is going to be there. I'm thinking it might be in the ten to fifteen million dollar range. So you might avoid this entirely. I'm thinking it's going to be repeated Lego Batman. Uh, even if Fifty Shades Darker loses, even 30, let's say 50 Shades Dark loses 40%, so minus 40%, then you're still looking at 28 million 50 Shades Darker in second, in, uh, this is not what I want to see, okay, great, 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 um, I snooze those, awesome, okay, <laughs> yay, we are seeing my desktop, that's great, that's not what I want to see, okay, um, so, so yeah, so I'm so I'm thinking that close all of that. There we go. Uh, 
Ooh, wow. Okay, that was disturbing. <laughs> um, okay, try to keep us on task. Uh, so yeah, so I'm thinking that we are, uh, and when it comes to, sorry, I'm struggling here, folks. I'm, I'm going to have to wrap this up pretty soon. Um, not as well as I thought it was, at least not for a podcast. So, so Everybody Loves Somebody is a prime contender for the A-list because of the platform release category, the amount of screens, uh, some name cachet with Carlos Souza. Uh, you, you want to take a look at that. Okay, so yeah, sorry about that for those watching on the video, that uh, blank screen. Uh, sorry about that. We are now back and in effect. I think everything's just sick this week. We are just under the weather. Uh, also, so we are, we are probably fading fist fight. I don't think it's going to do what you want to do even at that price, 10,000. Uh, the, the cinema score Friday night will be a, a telling, it will be a great tell for the weekend sweat. If it gets even like a B or higher, then I might have totally misjudged this, but I think we can safely fade fist fight. Uh, the Great Wall, it's got Matt Damon in it. Um, it looks very strange. I don't know if it has enough to overtake the number one slot. I priced it like it could somewhat optimistically, but the more I think about this film, the more I think it could land in that 25 to 30 zone. You, I think you're going to want some exposure to it. This isn't an A-list uh, selection for the shot list. This might be like a co-starring, and at that rate, you might want you just some, just some Pedro Pascal. Just get you one headliner and call it good for your exposure. Um, uh, a United Kingdom, I'm thinking might expand to about 25 to 50 screens. We're guessing 25 right now. Uh, duckweed, we think might double-ish to about 50. Uh, and then, of course, the Shades Darker, John Wick Chapter 2, those will stay static. Uh, we actually took 2,000 off John Wick Chapter 2, so that starts at 12,000 because of the 13.5 for Keanu Reeves. Uh, Fifty Shades Darker. We actually, I believe, we we, we took it down about four grand. So that's going to start at fifteen thousand five hundred and go up to sixteen thousand seven hundred. Okay, we took off thirty five hundred uh, each. So it's a little more affordable. Uh, I might want some exposure to that. And actually, the more I think about it, if Lego, Lego Batman, if that also loses like thirty percent. Although, actually, it's had an A cinema score, so its declines are going to be less than normal. So I think the decline in that might be as little as 25%. So that still could get you in the 40 million box office this weekend. Lego Batman, I actually, I believe I kept the same. Um, or maybe, yeah, actually, or it, or maybe I dropped it by 1,000. I, I didn't drop it by very much. Maybe it was by 500 each. So either way, it starts at 17,500 goes up to 18,200. So it's still fairly pricey, but I'm thinking, man, I'm th I don't know. I, I'm, I'm about to do a call shoot with you guys in real time before I sign off, but I'm thinking I might fade Lego Batman, go for a little more quantity with 50 shades darker or even more John Wick. John Wick, it's and John, the, the reviews for John Wick are off the charts. The cinema score is fairly high. I believe it was like a B plus uh, or an A minus. And it was trending on Twitter Friday night, which really had me just just really you know pissed off because I wanted to see it as my post-lock uh, 
the Thursday night movie in D box with the seats moving and everything. And I was just too sick. I was sick as a dog. That's why you didn't get like a preview pod or any other recast before now, because I've been struggling with my voice as you all can tell. So yeah, I, I really want to see this movie. I might see it today. Uh, and it's just not, yeah, it's oof, man, bad news. Uh, for me, at least I, I really want to see this movie. Uh, so I'm thinking it grossed 30 million last weekend. Uh, I, I'm guessing it might only see a decline of about maybe 25%. So you're still going to get about 23 to 20, 23 to eh, about 23 million, maybe ish. I don't know. I, I, I think, I think there could be a, a play here where if you can stack some John Wick, it might be enough to overcome the Lego Batman movie and its price. I can't, I can't quite be certain. I am not Negro. I have priced it up. If it does expand to 200 screens, it, so this thing is just killing it. So it's made it made seven thousand a screen last weekend, right? Let's say it drops into five thousand a screen at two hundred screens. You're talking two million bucks. Oh, sorry, one million. So one million dollars. So I, man, I'm just, I'm starting to lose it. I need some drugs. Okay. <laughs> so even at even at a million bucks, you're looking at fourteen fancy points. So we had to price it up a little bit. James Baldwin is now 7,000, while the lowest available quote-unquote actor or personality on this, Dick Cavett, probably from the Dick Cavett show, but of course I've yet to see his film because it is not in Vegas yet. Hopefully it will be this weekend. I'm a little annoyed at that. I am not your Negro. Uh, there's still some value to be had there. If you're, I mean, although I, the more I think about it, the more I think that Everybody Loves Somebody could still take this weekend with like one or 1.5 million in the platform release category. Don't count out James Baldwin and I Am Not Your Negro. So that's why we priced it up. I think we goosed it by another 500. So 7,000 for James Baldwin, 6,600 for Dick Cavett, which is the cheapest of those in there. Rings on its way out. The Comedian is a dead film walking i assume it's going to drop to around 250 in platform release this week uh a dog's purpose you probably want to avoid because it is it's one of those films that's going to be a little too wide for its own good unless they make a huge drop into limited release which i don't necessarily foresee mostly because it was a sixth grossing film at the box office last weekend just after hidden figures which i think i mean it it has to, Hidden Figures has to drop in limited release this week. It just has to. It's been wide for way too long, even though it's still clocking dollars. But at about 3,000 per screen, 2,700 2, screens almost, I mean, it's time. It's time. So, uh, I mean, I love Hidden Figures. Love it still making its, its money. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's time to start migrating towards, you know, home video and whatnot. Uh, let's see. What else? Resident Evil. Dead film walking, limited release. I wouldn't touch it. Uh, split. Mm, uh, well, split is still doing okay. Fourth, you know, almost ten million last weekend, but not sure what you're gaining here by still adding it to your call sheet. Uh, what else? Return of Xander Cage. We've pretty dropped it to the minimum for limited release. Too wide for its own good. I'd avoid it. And figures spoke about earlier. La La Land. Now, this is interesting. If La La Land drops into limited release, I'm going to have to mess with La La Land. I'm going to have to fuck with La La Land if it's in limited release. Only because it made 
five million on just over 2,000 screens, 2,065 screens. So if it made that much, let's say if it drops to about 1,400 screens, we're getting we're so close to Oscar. Let's say it makes about mm, 3.5 million per uh, 3.5 million on 1,400 screens. That's still seven cinema draft points and then almost 10 points for the headliner. That might be your best bet in the limited release uh, category unless you discount Lion. Lion, I mean, it just keeps going stronger. Excuse me. Um, looks like it's growing, actually. What is this? It actually gained 5% in box sales from last weekend, even though it lost 68 screens. That's bananas. I don't even know what to make of it. It still might be lying just based on economics. Uh, it's uh, We are leaving that price unchanged. Dev Patel's is 7,600, going down to Palavi Pal Pal Sharda at 6,800. Lion uh, still might be the way to go value-wise, but La Land's intriguing. I, I don't know. We'll have to see where it's at. If, it's, if it drops down to something like 1,800 screens, I might still have to go to La La Land because Dan is definitely going to outgross uh, Lion. But if it drops about 1,400 screens, it's a, it's a, it's a coin flip with Lion, man. Lion, by all intents and purposes, should drop down to about 1,000 screens. But, I mean, I can't call it, man. It's I, it, it might actually just sit, stay pat at 1,300. It might even add screens. I don't know. Lion seems to be indefatigable. It's not stopping. It's, it's, 12, it's been out three months, y'all three months and still going very mediocre strong. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna try a call sheet, but I'm thinking it's gonna be optimal strategy for this and we're going to call it good. So if we sort by salary, great wall, I don't know, I think we might need some exposure here. There's, there, there's a chance it could pop off, I don't know. Once again, Wednesday afternoon is when the estimates come out from Box Office Pro, and then we'll get an idea what the prognosticators are thinking. I think this has, you know, 30, 35 million potential, so you got to roster it. Then I think next we want to go to, man, I don't know. I think I'm, I think I'm going to fade Lego Batman movie. This is this is a bit of a bold call, but I'm going to fade Lego Batman movie. I'm going to go to, what am I thinking here? I'm going to go to, oh, I'm losing my mind. Okay. Uh, uh, 50 Shades Darker? Oh, man, this is tough. Um, it was either 50 Shades Darker or John Wick. I think we can get more John Wick than we can 50 Shades Darker, but the gap between 50 Shades Darker and John Wick is substantial. So, you know, I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I think 50 Shades Darker might benefit from word of mouth and also a little Valentine's Week push. So we're going to do a headliner stack here. And then the cheaper ones there, how much money do we have left? So 82, ooh, we run out of money real quick that way. So one, two, three, four, five, hmm, that's not gonna cut it. Um, okay, so a three pack of 50 Shades Darker. I think we're gonna need some John, we're gonna need some John Wick exposure. So let's get Lawrence Fishburne, the cheaper the headliners. There we go. So then we have one, two, three, four, five. Mm, that's not going to cut it either. Damn. Great Wall, you're messing with You know what? We're going to have to fade Great Wall. I'm sorry. 
you're just not worth it for what I think you're going to do. Okay, there we go. And then now I think the move is to get everybody loves somebody. <clears throat> there we go. Carla, Jose. And then boom, boom, boom. And then we need, and then perfect. Lion slides real nicely in right here. So basically for those listening to the podcast, what I did is we have headliner stack of 50 shades of uh, 50 shades darker plus one. So we have a three pack of 50 shades darker. We have Lawrence Fishburne as a headliner from John Wick. We're doing a one, two, three, four, a five pack of Everybody Loves Somebody. And then we're doing Rooney Mara. Or hell, you know, we could do Dev Patel, can't we? Let's do Dev Patel. Boom. From Lion. And that brings us to 99,800. We are under budget. We have all three release types represented. We are submitting our call sheet. That I think is going to be an optimal call sheet right there. I might even rock with this. I really might. There we go. And we are in the game. All right, so I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to cut it. That's that's gonna have to be, we we'll have to call it a day <laughs> for Cinema Draft. I appreciate you guys powering through it with me while I've been sick. Word to you startup founders out there, don't get sick, especially if you're the only one working on this this way. I It's been brutal. <laughs> but yes, uh, where can you find Cinema Draft? We are at cinemadraft.co. We are on social media. All the major social media outlets, follow us, uh, tweet at us, Facebook at us, leave posts, tell your friends, uh, have them join, follow us on, on YouTube, subscribe on YouTube, subscribe on iTunes. Uh, also, we have cool stuff on YouTube for your tutorials. This is our quick start guide and, YouTube, and tutorial. Check us out. Uh, everything you want to know and hear about the game, get your friends signed for the beta, get more people. We are close to expanding. We're about to expand the prize pool, so keep filling them up, y'all. We had a good week the last two weeks. If we can get over 80% capacity, I will bump us up, uh, you know, maybe a couple hundred more dollars. So keep it up. Let's keep it going. Appreciate you guys and everything. Thanks so much for uh, listening and watching and bearing with me during my sickness. We will get through this together. And this week, go see a movie or something.